Trump's GOP rivals, shielding him, reveal their 2024 predicament. Maggie Haberman Last week, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida took a measured dig at Donald J. Trump by publicly mocking the circumstances that led New York investigators to the former president. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair, Mr. DeSantis said. But as soon as Mr. Trump was indicted this week, Mr. DeSantis promptly vowed to block his state from assisting a potential extradition. In a show of support for his fellow Republican, Mr. DeSantis called the case the weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda. In the hours after a grand jury indicted Mr. Trump, many of his potential rivals for the Republican presidential nomination snapped into line behind him, looking more like allies than competitors. All passed on the opportunity to criticize him, and some rushed to his defense, expressing concerns about the legitimacy of the case. The turnaround by some prospective contenders was so swift and complete that it caught even the Trump team off guard. One close ally suggested to Mr. Trump that he publicly thank his rivals. As of Friday evening, he had not. The reluctance to directly confront Mr. Trump put his strength as a frontrunner on full display. His would-be challengers have been sizing up political billiard balls for the possibility of an increasingly tricky bank shot, persuading Republican voters to forsake him while presenting themselves as the movement's heir apparent. In one reflection of Mr. Trump's durability, his team said it had raised more than $4 million in the 24 hours after the indictment was made public by The New York Times. There has been a narrative for a while that we could have Trump policies with someone more electable, but the reaction to the indictment showed that power is unique to Trump, Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican of South Carolina, said in an interview. Trump was the leading contender for the nomination before the indictment, and now he's the prohibitive favorite. The closest any possible Republican challenger came to criticizing Mr. Trump was former Governor Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas, who told Fox Business Network on Friday that while the yet-to-be-revealed charges might not end up being substantial, Mr. Trump should step aside now that he has been indicted. A day earlier, former Governor Nikki Haley of South Carolina, Mr. Trump's most prominent official challenger, so far, suggested the indictment was politically motivated, writing, on Twitter, this is more about revenge than it is about justice. The overwhelming unwillingness to attack or even criticize Mr. Trump reflected an unspoken fear among many of his rivals that Republican voters will punish any candidate who seems to be capitalizing on his legal problems. Rather than run hard against him, contenders appeared content to orbit around Mr. Trump, who remains the most powerful force in Republican politics. Even before the indictment, Mr. Trump's team began waging what amounted to a political war on the Manhattan district attorney who brought the case. At almost every turn, his allies have hammered the prosecutor, Alvin L. Bragg, as being a puppet of Democratic forces seeking to harm Mr. Trump. Mr. Bragg's office has defended its integrity. Card 1 of 7 The race begins. For years after a historically large number of candidates ran for president, the field for the 2024 campaign is starting out small and is likely to be headlined by the same two men who ran last time, President Biden and Donald Trump. Here's who has entered the race so far and who else might run. Donald Trump The former president is running to retake the office he lost in 2020. 
though somewhat diminished in influence within the Republican Party and facing several legal investigations, he retains a large and committed base of supporters and he could be aided in the primary by multiple challengers splitting a limited anti-Trump vote. Nikki Haley the former governor of South Carolina and UN ambassador under Trump has presented herself as a member of a new generation of leadership and emphasized her life experience as a daughter of Indian immigrants. She was long seen as a rising GOP star but her allure in the party has declined amid her on-again, off-again embrace of Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy The multi-millionaire entrepreneur and author describes himself as anti-woke and is known in right-wing circles for opposing corporate efforts to advance political, social and environmental causes. He has never held elected office and does not have the name recognition of most other GOP contenders. President Biden While Biden has not formally declared his candidacy for a second term and there has been much hand-wringing among Democrats over whether he should seek re-election given his age, he is widely expected to run. If he does, Biden's strategy is to frame the race as a contest between a seasoned leader and a conspiracy-minded opposition. Marianne Williamson the self-help author and former spiritual advisor to Oprah Winfrey is the first Democrat to formally enter the race. Kicking off her second presidential campaign, Williamson called Biden a weak choice and said the party shouldn't fear a primary. Few in Democratic politics are taking her entry into the race seriously. I was one of the early people to break with Trump on some of the things he was doing, but I think this is kind of outrageous," former Representative Francis Rooney, a Florida Republican, said in an interview. This is the best thing to happen to Trump in a long time. It's stupid, and they have no case. On Friday, Mr. Trump's team remained focused on the primary contest at his campaign headquarters in West Palm Beach. Florida advisors anticipated a continuation of their recent strategy, which has included smaller events and just one major rally since Mr. Trump opened his third White House bid in November. How Times Reporters Cover Politics We rely on our journalists to be independent observers. So while Times staff members may vote, they are not allowed to endorse or campaign for candidates or political causes. This includes participating in marches or rallies in support of a movement or giving money to, or raising money for, any political candidate or election cause. Still, it was an open question of how facing criminal charges, and potentially more to come in three other criminal investigations, would help Mr. Trump in a general election. Moderate Republicans and independent voters have peeled away from him during the past three election cycles. One major donor, who is not yet committed to a 2024 candidate, doubted that the indictment would sway many deep-pocketed Republicans who have already made up their mind one way or the other about Mr. Trump, calling it a so-what moment. Mike Duheim, a veteran Republican strategist, wrote on Twitter that Mr. Trump's indictment wins back absolutely zero voters who left him between 2016 and 2020. No independent who voted for Biden thinks Trump is a martyr or victim suddenly worthy of support, Mr. Duheim wrote. 
some of Mr. Trump's advisors acknowledged it is hard to predict what will happen if a trial is playing out well into the primary season or how an indictment affects the general election. But Mr. Trump's team, according to one person close to him, argues that the indictment has the potential to overcome the Trump fatigue factor among some voters who have favorable opinions of him but are open to a new face for the party. According to this thinking, if these fatigued voters view the Manhattan investigation as a continuation of what Mr. Trump has often called a political witch hunt by Democrats, it could generate enough sympathy to overcome the reasons they had fallen away from him. But Mr. Trump's team was working on Friday to chart a course forward. The indictment a day earlier had surprised his aides, although his political team was far more prepared than his legal team. His team had been working on what it calls maximizing the bump from the indictment, preparing for a fundraising blitz, and working on speech drafts for coming events. Mr. Trump's super PAC, Mega Incorporated, announced Thursday that it would run ads attacking Mr. DeSantis over his votes on Medicare and Social Security while he was in Congress. Shortly after that announcement, Mr. DeSantis posted his support for Mr. Trump on Twitter. The Florida governor's statement about a politically motivated attack was particularly noteworthy, not just because he is widely viewed as Mr. Trump's chief presidential rival, but also because last year, he removed a twice-elected state attorney whom he accused of politicizing the job by trying to pick and choose. What laws to enforce locally? Shortly after news of the indictment, Mr. DeSantis's allies in the Florida legislature introduced widely anticipated legislation that could change state law to roll back a requirement that the Florida governor resign before running for federal office. The move, which might have otherwise ignited a new wave of speculation about Mr. DeSantis's future and encouraged critics to question his commitment to his current job, was mostly overlooked in the swirl of indictment news. For the most part, Mr. Trump's potential rivals echoed previous criticisms of the New York investigation, or they said nothing at all. Former Vice President Mike Pence, who had been booked for a CNN interview before the indictment, condemned it as politically motivated. Former Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey, who has been the most outspoken possible contender in criticizing Mr. Trump, said nothing. Neither did Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. Within hours of the indictment, senior Republicans were evaluating what, exactly, the new reality meant for events during the presidential primary race. One senior Republican official, who insisted on anonymity to discuss private conversations, said the questions included what might happen if a primary debate date were announced and then a matter related to the trial interfered. Other routine events, like the Iowa State Fair this summer where donor retreats where candidates appear, could raise the same concerns, the official said, adding that Republicans might face pressure to change dates to accommodate a trial schedule. In the meantime, as Friday wore on, Mr. Trump solicited opinions from a wide range of associates, advisors, and friends. Can you believe this? He said to one person after another, vilifying Mr. Bragg with expletives in some cases. His wife, Melania Trump, was said to be furious on her husband's behalf. Mr. Trump's eldest sons denounced the indictment in interviews and on social media. He planned to keep a normal schedule through the weekend, including rounds of golf and attending a gala at his club, people familiar with the plan said. 
Mr. Trump also solicited opinions about his legal team as his advisors discussed adding people amid a round of finger-pointing as to why there had been such a strong belief that the indictment was weeks away, if it was happening at all. Boris Epstein, who helps coordinate some of Mr. Trump's legal teams on various cases and who told colleagues, based in part on public reports, that there would be no movement in the case for weeks, left Palm Beach during the day on Thursday. He returned after the indictment was public. Trip Gabriel and Rebecca Davis O'Brien contributed reporting.